to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to episode six, everyone. Oh my gosh, I just got back from vacationing in the Bahamas with my family and several other families. It was the first time my family and I had been there and it was utterly gorgeous. The weather could not have been better. It was like low to mid eighties every single day. And I found one of the best analogies while I was on vacation for the work that I do as a life coach. We were in Nassau and if you've ever been there, then you know that they drive on the left-hand side of the road. We rented a car and my husband, thank goodness, decided that he would drive the entire time. Now, what I learned is that we take for granted how unconscious our driving mind is after we've done it for a really long time. You literally have to retrain your brain how to drive if you're used to driving on the right-hand side of the road. You have to undo the subconscious mental programming and consciously think about driving in a very intentional way in order to not get into an accident. Now, if my husband had kept the same driving brain that he came to the Bahamas with, we would probably be either in jail or in a bad accident. Now, this is the perfect analogy to help you explain exactly what I help my clients do. I help them find the mental programming that is no longer serving them and bring their unconscious thinking to the surface so that we can change it to something will help them. It was just like driving in Nassau. The thoughts my husband had about how to drive in the US were completely worthless to him in driving a Nassau. He had to let these go and retrain his driving mind in order to drive successfully while we're on vacation. Now, this is the perfect analogy to help explain what I do as a life coach. I help my clients find the mental programming that is no longer serving them and bring their unconscious thinking to the surface so that we can see it and then change it to something that will help them. Okay, let's dive into the topic for today. I am going to teach you about people pleasing and how to stop doing it. People-pleasing is one of the main reasons that we start to feel out of control in our schedules and out of alignment. As a recovering people-pleaser, I know a lot about this subject and have done tons of my own work on it. I've had a lot of growth in this area, but I know that I will continue to evolve with it. It's probably going to be one of those issues that's a lifelong journey for me. Now, I'm going to talk about this in terms of how it relates to time, scheduling, and productivity. But if you are people pleasing with your time, you're probably doing it in other areas of your life too. And the great news is that what I teach you about how to solve it with your time can actually help you solve it in these other areas as well. All you have to do is transfer the skill to those other areas. Let's start with calling people pleasing by its real name. It's lying. 
It's simply not telling the truth. I know you probably have a hundred excuses or justifications for these lies. I know I sure did, but they are lies nonetheless. When you say yes, but you mean no, you are lying. Or if you say no, when you really mean yes, you are lying. Isn't it funny as parents, we want our kids to be truthful, right? Yet we go around as adults telling white lies and skirting the lines of the truth with the things that end up on our schedules and our calendars. Why do we do this? Well, I think it's well-intended and just a part of our evolutionary nature. We think that if we do what we think other people want us to do, that they will like us. And we desperately want others' approval and for them to like us. It's really born into us. We are tribal creatures at our roots. In order to survive back in the day, we needed to be accepted by our peers. Being an outcast could literally mean death. But that's no longer true, at least for most of us, most of the time. Saying no to that fundraiser at school is not going to mean certain death. We don't need other people or the tribe to take care of us or to provide for our basic needs or safety anymore. We have evolved as a species past this. You've all seen the Discovery Channel show where the zebra wanders off by itself, right? It's for sure a goner. We all know it and we all cringe when it leaves the pack because the lions and the hyenas are going to be able to hunt it down so easily. But we are not like the zebra, at least not anymore. We are at a point in our evolutionary history where we don't have to follow the pack. And in fact, if you study most of the influencers and leaders in the world, they are not following the herd. They are leading it. They're in front of the pack, going first, letting the others follow them. So the first thing that I want you to hear in this episode is that it's okay to tell the truth. In fact, it's your right and the agency you've been given to do so as a human. So say yes, only when you really mean it. And say no, only when you really mean it. Put that thing on your calendar only if it's really a yes. Otherwise, it doesn't get any real estate on your schedule. This is simple, but for most of us, it's not actually easy. And it's pretty likely that someone in your life will not like it when you start to tell the truth when you've previously been lying to them. And that's okay. It's totally normal and should be expected. You have to decide whether you are willing to let that other person or persons feel disappointed or frustrated so that you don't have to. Please hear me when I tell you that I'm not suggesting that you don't do your job or shirk your responsibilities at work. But I am saying that if you always take on the extra stuff and don't really want to, either decide that you actually do want to do that extra work and keep it on your calendar or say no. Now here's a litmus test you can use for where you are on this right now. It's such a great exercise and I got it from the book, The Illusion of Money. The author was applying it to a money concept, but I think it works equally as well with time. Take your calendar from last week and for every activity on it, I want you to rate it front on a scale of one to 10, where one is that it was a complete waste of your time and not at all in alignment with your priorities and 10 being that it's helping you achieve the life you really want to live. So here are some questions you can ask when you're giving each of these activities a rating. Does it help move you towards your goals? 
Does it help you grow yourself, become better at being you? Does it create long-term sustainable joy or just make you feel better that someone you want to like you might do so because you participated in it? Once you have rated all the things, add them up and then divide by the number of them. So for example, if there were 20 activities scheduled on your calendar over the past week, add the ratings that you gave for each of them up and then divide by 20. Whatever your score, this is your level of truth-telling or people-pleasing when it comes to your time. Now, I did this exercise while I was on the plane, actually, to Nassau, and I can honestly say I'm at a strong eight. There are still things on my weekly calendar that are obstacles in creating and living my fullest expression of the life that I really want. There are still things in my life that I'm not telling the truth about that my people-pleasing is creating. I and my schedule are a work in progress. And I think this will always be the truth because I'm always going to be growing and changing, and that means my schedule will too. But at least I know where I'm at, and I know what those obstacles are in having gone through this exercise, so I know how to move forward and change them to make my eight, maybe a nine, or even strive for a 10. Wherever you are, you have the opportunity to move the needle closer to 10 too. And the way to do this is to let yourself feel the discomfort of telling the truth. It's not that telling the truth in and of itself is uncomfortable, but what you will probably be worried that other people will think or say either to themselves, to you, or to other people that is going to create the discomfort. You have to start making your own opinion mean more than the opinions of others. Here's something to think about. My coach, Brooke Castillo, told me this, and it's always stuck with me. The people who are in my life because of my people-pleasing, who like me because of me doing what I think they want me to do, don't really like me. They like the persona that I have showed up as, but it's not really me. Isn't that wild to think about? We basically create a tribe of people who don't even know the real us. Now, some of these people will love you no matter what even if you start saying no or change and show up as the real you. But some of these people won't. And that's the part you have to reconcile in your mind and be open to. I happen to think and now believe that it's a beautiful thing because it's so much easier and more fun to be me rather than this fake version of me that I was presenting that I thought other people wanted me to be. I happen to think that it's a beautiful thing because it's so much easier and more fun to be the real you than a version of you that you were presenting that you thought other people wanted you to be. There was a statistic that I heard a while ago that 40% of the people you meet will not like you at all. 30% will be okay with you and then the other 30% will adore you. What happens with people-pleasing is that we miss out on our 30% of people who genuinely, truthfully love us exactly the way we are and who celebrate us because we are the way we are. And when you start to look at your time and scheduling decisions through this lens, you will only allow the things onto your calendar that are truly what you want in your life. This is where alignment and balance are created. These are the things you would rate as tens. 
Let's get more tens in your schedule. This is how we create a schedule that you love, that fills you up, that you're grateful for and excited about. This is what it looks like to love Mondays. And to get there, all you need to do is start telling the truth so that your calendar really reflects how you want to use your time. Okay, so your challenge this week is to make decisions from a place of integrity. And the decisions I'm referring to are the decisions about what goes into your schedule and onto your calendar. Tell yourself the truth by creating a schedule that aligns with how you really want to be living where your calendar and time reflect your highest priorities. Not only will this feel more balanced, but you will be improving your relationship with yourself. Instead of letting other people's thoughts and opinions create your schedule, you take back control and create it from your own thoughts and your own opinions. Here's the last thing that I want to tell you about this. You have two options for the things that have been on your calendar that you've decided you don't really want right now. You can either change your mind and decide that you like your reason for keeping them on your calendar or let them go. Keeping things in your schedule is fine as long as you feel in integrity in your reason for doing so. Let me finish off this episode by giving you an example from my own life so you have something to draw from when you're contemplating these kinds of decisions for your own schedule over this next week. Every year, a group of my girlfriends and I go on a girl's trip. We've gone to Mexico for a yoga retreat, and most recently, we've been visiting Palm Springs. This year's trip is to Palm Springs, and I agreed to go, and I paid for the hotel accommodations. And this was booked almost a year ago. But what I realized as I was reviewing my priorities earlier this year and my plans for my business for the first two quarters of the year, that this trip was actually not the best decision I could make in terms of spending a week of my time. Now, if you remember, I told you in episode number two, when we were talking about priorities, that my business is a higher priority for me in the first two quarters this year than my fun and my socializing. And because of this and a few other considerations, I decided that I'm not going to go on this trip. Now, the me of a few years ago would have agonized over this decision and would have been thrown into full-on FOMO about it. Because I would have thought that they would never invite me back and that they didn't care about me anymore because I bailed on this trip. But the me of today has decided that my opinion is the most important. And I just choose to believe that these friends will love me no matter what. And that if for some reason they don't, they're not my people anymore. I've decided to support myself for this decision, even if they don't, because I love my reason why behind it and because it supports the truth of my priorities and I want my time and my schedule to reflect these. Sometimes telling the truth is hard, but in the long run, if you love your reason why it is worth it. So go out this week and tell the truth. Model this behavior for yourself and your kids with the way that you plan and schedule your time. 
Create a schedule based on the truth. If you're enjoying this podcast, you need to come join me in my group coaching program, How to Get It All Done. In this program, we take a deeper dive into everything I'm teaching you on the podcast, and I show you how to apply it to your specific scheduling, time, and productivity problems. If you're ready to learn how to manage yourself at the highest level so you can get exactly what you want out of your life, apply now by visiting us at www.neilwilliams.com. And if you're loving what you're learning on this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review it by visiting us at www.neilwilliams.com forward slash podcast. See you next week, everyone. Have a beautiful, unbusy week. Bye.